Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Caught Trying Podcast. I'm your host, Ashton, and with me as always is my wonderful co-host, Ben. Hey, Ben. Hello. How's everyone Hello. doing? <laughs> Hope you're good. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, today we have a pretty jam-packed episode for you. We are talking about what unifies us. So Ben and I are 94 babies, so we are going to be focusing a little bit on millennials, a little bit more than others, but really we're going to be talking about the fact that you have to have a community. You have to have some sense of unity in order to really kind of function as a person. So we're going to be diving into all of that today and how that coincides with trying in life. Um, So when we kind of sat down and thought about this episode, like I said, we're 94 babies. So we thought about really specifically what unifies us. There's a lot of things that unify a lot of different people, but this episode, we are going to be speaking a little bit more to the millennial Gen Z population, just because we feel like this is what unifies us. Yes. Specifically, we could be wrong. (laughs) The ones of us who are still classified as the younger adults, where we still say, I need an adult adult to handle this. I need a more adulty adult. We're talking to the generation that says that. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So we broke it down in three sections for this episode. So we talked, uh, we're going to talk about how our generation has a lost sense of direction. We're going to talk about how our generation has gone through the most trauma and turmoil. Um, tiny little bit of a trigger warning there. We are going to bring up some of like the horrible shit that's happened in the past. Oh, I don't know. 25 years. We'll um, probably not so, to dig too deep into it. No, no, not too deep. It will we be didn't mentioned. Do research on this. No, just, just it, you have a bad is, day. You don't want to remember that. There you go. Right. This, um, this is a, this is a reflection of our life, not a historical yes. dive. So yes. no, no. Uh, and then the third thing that we felt like really, really unified all of us is media and all the different forms of that. Um, So those are the three things that we're going to be diving into today. Um, And, you know, as a loss of direction, Ben, whenever we were playing this episode, you had a really good quote that you talked about millennials. Do you remember it? Because I definitely wrote it down if you didn't, because I was like, that's the part. Was it old enough to still be young enough to not be considered old enough, but still expected to have our shit together? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So something along it, those lines. Yeah. Like, so it was. You're old enough that it's expected, but we also don't see you as being old enough. But you're still not considered old enough. It's like, yeah. what? That exactly. makes no sense. And that's the exactly. whole point is it doesn't make sense. It's no, like, it doesn't. You want doesn't me to be an sense. adult and handle these things. Yeah. You haven't provided me with the tools or the knowledge to actually handle things. Um, but then you expected me to do it how you've done it all the time. And your way is in a lot of cases, either broken or just not for me. It's not how I can handle it. I can't do it like that. I'm not you. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. So the, the exact quote, cause I wrote it down. Cause I was like, this is so freaking good. The exact quote that Ben had you guys was, we are old enough to be young enough to be considered to not be old enough. And it doesn't make sense. But then when you do sit there and think about it, you're like, yeah, that like hit the nail on the head. Cause it's, it's it, just it, confusing like, enough to make sense. Yeah. It's just confusing enough to make sense. And it does make sense. So like 
No one feels that we have authority enough to make decisions, but we're not young enough to not have our shit together. And so when you're trying to figure stuff out, like, what do I want to do with my career? People are like, well, you don't have it figured out already. And it's like, no, like, I'm like, no. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, wait, like, (laughs) oh, I was supposed to have an answer for that. Hang on. I don't have one. Just kidding. I don't, I don't have one. I don't know. No, I don't, I don't have one. Sorry. Um, so that, I think that's such a big, a big thing. It's like, we were Um, lucky that I was able to find the pair of socks in the drawer that actually matched today. Cause I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, there's like, you know, there's this, this like, I think there's a really big divide between millennials that have their quote unquote shit together. And the ones that quote unquote don't like, you know, when I like look at my friends are like married and have kids. Part of me is like, yo, you figured it out. Like, good for you. Like you got it together. But I'm also like not jealous. Oh yeah. No, no, no. That's for you. And it's not for me. I'm not in that place right now. I don't, I don't feel secure enough to do that. No. Well, but I'm, I'm, I'm so sure though, that like they look, they look at my life and they're like, wow, Ashton like doesn't have her shit together. Or they could be looking at your life and saying, wow, damn, I wish I wasn't so tied down with all this. (laughs) Because it really is like when when you, when you think about it, being married and having kids, it is a huge commitment. It's a time commitment, a mental commitment, like, I'm not to say that I'm not bashing it at all. I have friends who have kids and I love their children. Oh yeah. Your uncle Ben. But there's, there's a lot of nice that I'm just like, man, I am so glad I don't have to go home and tell them you don't get to have ice cream tonight because yeah, hell no. I, I wouldn't be able to say that. I'd be like, you better make me a bowl. Like <laughs> well, that's what, but that's <laughs> like, you hurry up, get over there. Well, that's why, but that's why your uncle Ben, mm-hmm. you know, but like it's, there's this like, I think so many of us have this sense. It's almost like this sense of, I don't want to say hopeless, like hopelessness, but it is a sense of hopelessness. It's like when when you think too hard about life, it kind of freaks you out. It freaks me out at least. It's like, Oh, you know, um, climate change is real. Um, the housing market is scary. The job market is scary. The fact that, you know, we got all this, all this stuff to deal with. So like, I think even though. And that's the part that it's scary is that it's, um, it's traumatizing, but it's also like, I kind of freeze. I'm like, Oh my God, all this stuff is yes. shit. Well, it's, what do I do? It's, oh, I don't know. Yes. I'm just going to sit at home because I actually have no idea what's supposed to happen there. <laughs> like you like I want a house you because it makes feel sense. like yeah. Well it's it's like you feel like you can't whatever decision you make is gonna be the wrong one. Right. So sometimes you just have to leave with your gut. You have to try. You have to put your foot yeah. out there and be like, well this is what I'm gonna do. Like right now 100%. I'm really looking to get a truck to <laughs> improve uh, the quality of life and travel for my dog bumper. He actually turned out to be a huge dog which huge was dog. not unexpected when you saw his paws um but 
But I thought, you know, we can make it work with my small cars. Like a mini hatchback is a problem now. He's too big. But, you know, it, it's in that place where it's like, all right, is the market in a good place? Is getting a truck right now a good idea? I don't actually know. But I know it's one of those thoughts that's just been stuck in my head. And I'm like, well, I'm going to have to try because it's going to bother the living crap out of me if I don't do it. So yep. I got to yep. figure it out. Yeah. Or at least like put like put the effort into it. Yeah. Do okay. the research. Right, let me do my research. I've done the research. Yep. I've not done. I'm doing in the process. I've gone through pre-qualification. I've looked at how much a trade-in value is. I mean, I've been putting in some work on it and it's... It's not as scary until I'm supposed to call someone and see if a truck's available. And then I'm like, well, if you want me to go down there now, you're like 200 miles away. <laughs> that's not going to work. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, so. that's living in West Texas. Yeah. Folks. You don't have oh, a lot yeah. of options. <laughs> um, no, for sure. For sure. Well, like, so I was, I was talking to one of my good friends today. Um, she's thinking about leaving the same company that I left. And she was like, what, you know, how did you feel when you did it? And I was like, honestly, I was like, I don't regret my decision of leaving. You almost had a sense of liberation. I I 100% had a sense of liberation. And it, you know, like, I do truly think you got to have that gut feeling. You know, that gut feeling, I think is what makes, like makes millennials decisions more so than others because we have this sense of, well, anything that I do is going to be the wrong decision. So I might as well just do something, um, right. you know, and just kind of like, okay, my gut's telling me this, there's got to be a reason for it. So I'm going to listen to it. It may not work out right now, but that's kind of, you know, like that's what it's going to be. But I think that there's, you know, like we, we as a generation want different things than the generations before us. But not so many people of the generations before us, and I'm not saying not all, because I know that's not true, but less people in the generations before us have carved the different paths. So it's hard, like, it's like, oh, I'm trudging through snow because I want to do, because I want to quit my job, because I'm not sure what I want to do with my job. And, you know, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing right now. So I'm kind of trudging through snow because most people, I mean, my, like my own mother, God bless her, but she was like, why do you want to quit? She's like, it's a, it's a good paycheck. And I was like, because I'm drinking at lunch, mom, that's why I want to quit. Like, it's not, it's, it's not, not healthy. worth it it's for not- me. It's not healthy. And I, and I can't, I can't make this work anymore, you know? And so I think there's just, there's so many out, so many of us out there that want those different things. And I think that that unifies us, but I also think that we're all still kind of scared to admit that to people that we don't know, like to you and like all of our best friends and like my, you know, my friends here, I don't have a problem admitting that and being like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going with my gut and I'm just going to like figure it out. Cause that's kind of what I do. Yeah. But like, as soon as I I'm say not something, to my putting parents, that on social media. Oh yeah! As soon as I say something to my parents, or if my grandparents catch you know wind of that, um, just lost sense of direction, they're like, "Well, why? Why? Why don't you know? Wait, I don't know. I literally I don't, don't, know. I don't know why I don't know. I just know like <laughs> this was 
this was a huge problem for me um, when we were in school is I was like, I had to have a major and I was like, I don't know. I'm decent at so many things. I don't know what I really want to do. So like, I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll go for an accounting major because that'll pay well. It'll be good. Um, it's still a business degree. So even if I didn't want to stick into accounting, I can get into other aspects of business. That was not for me. That was not the choice at all. I found that out so quickly. I was semester? like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it was two. I think I did two oh, okay. semesters. Okay, you did two. And then, you know, we we went and did an aptitude test. And they're like, yeah, I don't know why you thought that was your field. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, here yeah, we are. Great, great, so great, great. Then I went into graphic design advertising. But I've graduated and I'm doing IT work. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me how we went from all these things and we still somehow circled back to you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You know what you're doing and how to do it. But ultimately you don't know the direction that you want to take. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying my best to put the next foot forward. Uh, I think we had talked about it at one point. It was, what was it like inactivity is the worst kind of activity. I I don't think we said it was, uh, Apathy. That was the word we were talking about. Apathy, Apathy is yes. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> but it is. It's it's so true that like apathy, apathy is death. Like you know, and so you know when I exactly. when I decided to quit my job, I quit my job, guys. I don't know if you have like gotten that hint yet, um, but when I decided to quit my job, I was like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want to do. I do know that I've been wanting to start a podcast for forever. I do know that I've wanted to learn Spanish for literally ever because I'm from Texas and have taken Spanish in college and high school and still don't know how to speak it. And I, <laughs> I can, I can I, like grasp different parts of a conversation. Yeah, I know sure, some of the sure, possessives, sure, sure, sure. but if you want me to talk to you, yeah. it's going to be like, oh, no, it's, it's, it's going to be oh, so embarrassing. It's Yeah, it's not good. And, you know, I was like, and I want to like, I want this to like be like my hot girl summer. And so I was like, well, those are the three things that I'm going to go with. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not like working on a job right now, but I'm busting my ass in these three other areas. Will it be successful in these three areas? I don't know, but I'm trying. I'm not being apathetic. I'm trying at something. I'm trying at things. You cannot be faulted for giving it an effort. 100%. Even if it doesn't work, then great. You can find a job to help supplement until something happens. Or maybe you end up liking this new job. Who knows? knows? None of us know. I think that's the ultimate goal here. I'm trying to like relay to my parents. I don't know. I know. (laughs) I'll know it when it lands. And it's like not me landing a plane. It's just it lands. And I was like, ah, there it is. Yeah. That one over there. But it's like that comes, I feel like when you least expect it, it comes when you've been trying and you've been working your tail off for something and it always comes out of nowhere. And you're like, Oh, it's unexpected, blindsided. Sweet. This is like, this is going to be great. You know? Um, so I mean, yes, like lost into direction. I feel like we constantly struggle with, and I know that other generations get really annoyed with us with it. Right, but I think it's such a unifying factor for us. A huge thing I, for for, th- for those of us that didn't 
that didn't choose the things that are maybe more of a traditional route at first. I'm not saying that we're not going to choose traditional things in the future. I'm just saying, you know, especially like specifically Ben for you and I, we went to a school where it was ring by spring. Mm-hmm. And listeners, I'm sure a lot of you have gone to a school that was potentially like that too, where it was like, I mean, we knew people that were getting engaged our freshman year of college. Oh yeah, it, after dating for a semester, it was, and then they would get married. That, like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, congrats. And I like, <laughs> and I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, my friends don't even know who I am three months into this. Why would I marry some? Okay, yeah, but you know, which, but you know, good for them because some of them it's working, and I'm like, like good for them. Like I'm. Part of me is a little jealous of like, hey, you found someone. You and you've lasted 10 years. Good for you. You clicked. Good for, good for you, good and Coco. <laughs> I'm jealous that you clicked. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, yes. but ultimately it's also like, well, um, I don't know had I clicked with someone if they would still like me today, because the amount of growth that has happened, oh. I am not the person that I was in high oh. school. Lord. He would be like, wait. We're doing this? I was like, uh-huh. We're doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't know oh, yeah. where <laughs> we're I, going, but we're 100%. doing it. We're, we're trying. What we're, we're doing it, for sure. For sure. But, well, I mean, yeah. No. Oh, which, sidebar, everybody, like, just because we're just talking about this whole dating thing. So, I am just getting back into the dating pool after three and a half years from my last breakup that turned me into the ice queen that you see before you and also shattered my heart into a million pieces. Um, so I'm finally getting back into the dating pool and I'm trying keyword, everybody I'm trying with this whole dating thing. Um, there will not be a second date. The man was very nice. Um, he's way too smart for me. We had nothing in common. And the worst part, <laughs> Ben is looking at me. He's like, "Yeah, it's because you're." He's stupid. way too smart for me. No, no he just. just... I, no, I just like. He was. <sighs> Did you feel like after a few I... months or so, you might not have the same level of intelligence to continue conversations? One thousand percent. Okay. I felt that in the coffee that I was having with him. <laughs> Because when I asked him, shut up, and when I was like, I was like, so like, what do you, like, what do you do for, and sorry, guys, this is not, I'm not bashing on this person. We're going to touch on this for like one second. I really did. Like, he's a very, very nice man. And he's going to make someone very happy. Um, But I would eat this man for fucking breakfast. Like, it's just, like, it would not, it would not. But when I asked him, like, what he liked to do for fun, he was like, oh, I like to play my violin. And I was like, that's really cool. Because it is. But I was like, do you know what I like to do for fun? I like to go get trashed at the bar and then sing karaoke with my friends. <laughs> Polar opposite. I didn't, I didn't say that, but I was like, huh. And then we like started got it, like getting on the topic of podcasts. And he was like, I don't like podcasts. And I was like, well, that is the nail in this coffin because not only do I love them as every fiber of my being, it is very formative for me. I'm but obviously hosting. We're trying one. to host one. <laughs> um. <laughs> and he was, he was, and he literally, he literally said the words, and I was like, "Well, this is I, this is happening. This is happening, and this is me." And he was just like, he was like, he was like, "There's just too many people that like aren't experts like talking about things," and I was like, "That's the point of a podcast." 
because yeah. you're not an expert and you're not a professional getting to go and talk about these things. Um, so uh, yeah, we, it's not that you need to believe what I'm saying, right? but I'm trying to voice my opinion and also I want to make sure exactly. I want the discussion to happen, but the idea is also that, Hey, um, some people <laughs> might not have an actual voice for the opinion that they have thought. Yes. And then, Oh wow. It's actually out there. I'm not crazy. I'm not the only one who has this opinion. A sense of community. Exactly. Unification. Yes. Yes. And also, like, sidebar, this is a discussion-based podcast. Ben and I are not experts. We are never going to tell you something that is like the Bible. Legal disclaimer. We're not. We cannot give you advice. Disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. (laughs) Disclaimer, I'm not a lawyer. I can give you some damn good advice. But mm. at the end of that advice, I'm going to go, I don't know, though. <laughs> don't quote me. Don't quote me. <laughs> Hands up. Uh. Hands up. Um, but yes, so lost sense of direction, I think, is a very, very, very big piece that all of us have a a good bonding yeah. moment over. You know, and we're all trying our best. We're all trying to figure it out. And also you may have things figured out in your life in areas that some do and some don't. Like I have, you know, some of my really good friends, they do really, really great in their careers. I'm very proud of them. I'm very happy for them. But good Lord, are other areas where they're just like, I cannot figure this out, you know? And so like, that is such a big, a big unifier for that. Um, I think, you know, with, with that unity, how do you build unity, ladies and gentlemen? You build unity by trauma. Am I wrong or am I right? You are correct. I am correct. Do we so, want it to be built like that? No. <laughs> trauma bonding is a thing. Exactly. Trauma bonding, trauma bonding is a thing. So um, diving into another thing that bonds millennials. Trauma. So tiny trigger warning here, everybody. Um, so like we said, Ben and I are 94 babies. So I did go back. I did research this and I researched all of the once in a lifetime things that have happened in our lifetimes. So 94 babies. So I'm not counting the things that happened before 94 because technically the millennial generation, I think I want to say it's like late 80s or technically millennials too. Don't quote uh, me on that. Then you could look that up. I thought millennials were from like early 80s, maybe even like 80, 81. See, this is where we're not experts, y'all. Um. <laughs> Here, but Ben, you shut your window while I look no, up my window's what shut. millennial is. I was just saying that. Oh, millennial. Hold on. Let's see. 1982 to 1984, which that's always a loose term. There's that's just a generic Google search is going to tell you that. But I've seen it say 82. I'm pretty sure 82 makes the most sense with starting range. But there's always a couple years of fluctuations, um, especially considering um, your siblings or like other age groups or friend groups happen, not just from this limit of like, oh, it's only these years. Like, yeah, my sister has seen so many things. She's a 97 baby. And she's like, okay, well, I'm a millennial. Well, our youngest brother is a 99. (laughs) Right. 
And right. he, you know, he doesn't identify as a millennial or a Gen X he's, or Gen Z, sorry. He's that weird. He's, like that he's weird in the guy. middle. He's got yeah. his friends who didn't have older siblings. And then he's got us. And so he grew up with us mostly. And he went to school with those who, yeah. So yeah, it's all a mixture, but 82 to 94, we'll give it 97 just okay. for that Perfect. fluctuation. But Perfect. Thank, yes. Thank you. Thank you for the yeah. clarification. Um, so with all of that, so starting in 1995 is when the first travesty that we lived through happened. Granted, we were kids. We were babies. We didn't really remember this shit, but it happened. Okay. So 1995 was the Oklahoma City bombing. Okay. I only know about that now because I listened to two crime podcasts and learning about all of that. If you were born in your early eighties, you witnessed that. Like you learned about it. Media was you not were, as big of a deal then. And there you were and conscious had about it. it. Media was not as a big of a deal then, but you probably heard about it or saw about it at some point. Okay. 1999, good old Colorado Columbine shooting. Okay. We were old enough to maybe have like heard it, but we definitely didn't understand it. And our parents were definitely not talking to us about what that was. Oh yeah. Okay. So, and you know, that was a, uh, the start of all of the other hellacious shootings that have happened in this country. Um, then let's jump to good old September 11th, 2001. Where were you when the towers fell? I know where I was. I was freaking the fuck out because my dad was in New York city. That's where I was. So for me, nine 11 definitely has a little bit more of a traumatic moment because I was how old were we in 20? How old were we in 2001? We were six, six, seven, 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 seven. Okay. So I was in first grade when Ben and I were doing our briefings today. I was like, yeah, I distinctly remember as a seven-year-old having the thought of my dad's dead. I have to make sure that I'm okay for my mom and my brother. I was seven. Okay. So just let that sink in for a second. Then, which also 9-11 unified us all in a negative way, right? Every adult that I've ever talked to that was an actual adult during 9-11 was like, we have never felt that sense of unity before and we never have since, right? We were all, we didn't know what was happening. We didn't know what to do. Nothing like this had ever happened before. And so it was such a massive shock to all of us. Um, Cause that really was like such a massive act of violence and terrorism that had never really been done on U S soil ever. Not in that caliber. Yeah. No. So 2001, boom. I think a lot of, and you ask a lot of people that were around our age, like, Oh yeah. It was in like on like the classroom television. It was on mine. Yeah, it was on yours. That Parents like blows up my mind. And we like, uh, we were talking about it a little bit. It was a different time. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. we didn't have cell phones. All this random information wasn't as easily accessed. And, you know, for a lot of us in my group, at least where I was, we just thought they put on, you know, at a grown up movie. 
Sure. Because <laughs> these awful things were happening and we were not aware that this was real. We did, right. we still didn't have a full concept at seven years old of this is the news. Right. This we, is we the didn't news. Fully this understand that. If it wasn't, you know, the morning news at our parents' house on the TV where they stand there with their hands on their hip waiting to see what the weather was for the day. Like, right. we didn't know. So, right. but I mean, we found out later because our parents told us and we we're just like, oh, wow. Like, That's awful. And as, don't, and, yeah, I don't know how seven, to process like, that at seven. No, you can't process it and you don't really have an understanding of it either. Exactly. So it's, you, you don't know what to do. Um. So, but even like, I mean, yes, we were seven, but there were millennials who were, uh, older, graduating 13. high school or getting yeah. close to it. And it's just like, yeah. they, they, they don't even know how to process that. They're like, I'm about to go into well, this adult world. And yes. this has just happened. What am I supposed yes. what is life supposed to be? I don't know what's happening. Right. So it, right. it was crazy traumatizing. Yeah. And like to that point of, because this millennial age gap has so many different people in it, the amount of people that decided to become firefighters and enlist after 9-11 spiked like crazy because there were that millennial generation that were graduating high school. And, you know, at that point we were like, well, it seems like war is going to kind of be inevitable at this point. And a lot of people decided to enlist. A lot of people decided to co, you know, become firefighters in their, their cities and mm-hmm. you know, volunteer and all that stuff. Because in 2003, we started the Iraq war. That was another bonding point. That was a bonding point for older millennials, not necessarily us, but that was a bonding point. We were point. still here. Again, just like, what the heck is going on? Right. And remember y'all, all of these things that we're going to talk about in this section is called the trauma section for a reason. None of this is good unification. No. It is all unification based off of some really awful things that happened. Okay. So, 2003, we went into the Iraq War. 2006, the Virginia, Virginia Tech shooting. 2007, the Great Recession. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so recession number one of the millennial timeline. Christmas then, was not great. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Christmas sucked. Meanwhile, so I didn't know. Meanwhile, I didn't know that we could only afford Prego soup. You know, it's, yeah. And as a kid, you don't think about yeah, that. Shit. No, you don't. You, you, and your you parents don't. somehow managed to scrape and survive and make you think that everything is pretty much fine. Like, Hopefully. we've got it. Hopefully. Right. We all, we all, know, we, we all know some parents that, that, that Right, there's parents who excelled and parents who did not. But yeah. I know the yep. general consensus from people I have been in communication with and friends with in my life, it was... They, they mostly they uh, a good sense. They tried. Their they parents were yep. relatively successful at keeping the house um, warm or cold, depending on the time of year. So yep. they, exactly. they kept the power exactly. on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, 2008, uh, President Barack Obama was elected. That was a huge, was insane. Turmoil. I remember being in Spanish class and that was going mm-hmm. down. And we were like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, y- you know, like, it was, it was a national divide, but it was also a national unification for the right. people that wanted him to be in office. And right? it was also a massive so, step forward, too. Well, 
Well, to, to, I mean, like, to break yes, the... But to, to break that barrier, Yes, exactly. I guess. To break that barrier and make it possible. Yes, yes. For future. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a big one. And then this is, this is one, these next two specifically. We were seniors in high school. So I remember just like it was, like it was yesterday. I remember these two things so well. So 2012, Osama bin Laden was killed. Yep. They pushed that through while we were in school. Yep. They did. They pushed it like oh, yeah. literally like, while we were in school. We've done it. And with, we're like, uh, and, oh. yes. And I was on my phone. I think I was in like an ethics class. I was like <laughs> on my phone and I was like, yo, we got him. Yeah. And like, that's such, like, it's such a terrible thing to say that. And like, cause now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, like this was all bad. And there's like a lot that goes into this. I'm like, we are not going to go into this on this podcast because we but don't to have, have such time a egg. shallow look at it. Like we got yes. it. It's like, oh, yeah. But- yeah. Like we got him. It's like, oh yeah. And it's like, oh God, but it's, it, it, you it was a better. unifying. I was an idiot then. I was 17. Years not you. Old. Like they, oh, they could have put it yes. better for us. Yes. It's not they, just, yes, we killed him. It's like, wow. Yes. Okay, cool. That's great. We yes. know him. Wow. For sure. For sure. Um, but you know, that, that was a big sense of unity because it had been since 2001 really yeah. it had been before then. Oh yeah. He'd been pushing like, the envelope and then finally it that envelope had been. Yeah. And, and then so it finally was, it was we've, a huge thing. we've, I wouldn't say cut the head off the snake, but like we've made a major step forward in trying to resolve the conflict, which I'm not going to say we're not going to polarize that. We're going to leave right, that Let's alone. get out of this. Let's uh, <laughs> get out of this before we get ourselves dug in a hole. We anyway, that was something Anyways, that unified us. That uh, was, yes, that was something huge that unified us. Again, it unified us through something hateful and hurtful. Yes. Right. And then the, the event that started so much conspiracy theory and so much of the batshit stuff that we have now in 2023 sandy hook shooting Hmm. right so and y'all i didn't like i didn't go in into and look at all of the other horrible horrible like specifically mass shootings that have happened in the united states from this point on like from 2012 because i was like a we can do an entire podcast about that and we might at some point, but so all of that is to say all of those events are, were supposed to be one in a life, once in a lifetime things. And this doesn't even include the recession that we had a couple of years ago or like the weird type of recession that we have right now, that like isn't a recession, but it is a recession and nobody knows when their shoe's going to drop. So like, all, we're all we're toying those. with the idea that maybe we'll just go ahead and have a recession, but we don't really yeah, know. We that. might just we're have like, a recession. Oh yeah, just just be prepared. Yes. But we don't know if it's gonna happen. But yes. it's definitely gonna happen and it will but it's definitely gonna happen be bad. Yeah. But we don't want you to worry about it. So don't worry about no, it, you know? Don't worry like, about <laughs> it. It's fine. Um, so all of those things made us very cynical. It desensitized the hell out of us okay. at least it desensitized the hell out of me no for sure like 
even with the most Which is recent terrible. horrible acts that have been happening, I'm just like, okay, another one. Well, it's yeah, it, yeah, it's it, exactly. It's like, well, all right, there's another one, and like, hmm, nothing's getting done about. It. Which again, we'll go into an entire conversation about this at some other point. But when you have all of these people that were kids that grew up in all of these different things. Every day is a crisis and it's different crises, 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 crises. Have you ever like said a word so many times yeah. and then it starts yeah. to sound funny? They're all, That's that. <laughs> they're all different major life events and some of them weren't supposed to be major. They were supposed to be yes. minor. Yep. Or non-existent. Yeah. For our radar, yep. at least. <laughs> but they were pushed onto us. And it's like, oh, okay, 100%. here we are. Well, and it's like... I mean, like, I mean, Ben has known me for 10 years. Some really just crazy stuff has happened to me in my life and to both of us. (laughs) And I just like, I literally like, I've gotten to the point like where, like when bad things are happening, I literally just say, well, this is happening. And I don't even, it's just like, well, here we are. Add it to the list. Here we are. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's like, I saw a TikTok the other day and I'll, when I find who it was, I'll put it in our show notes, you guys, cause I want to give them some credit. But, um, it was like, it was like a, like a stitched. And so it was like, are millennials having midlife crises? And the stitch, like the guy that came on and he was like, no, he was like, millennials don't have midlife crises because every day is, is a crisis. It's something happening. It's, I can't get this job. We're potentially going to be in a recession, but we're also not in a recession. Um, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I like this person, but then they ghosted me and I don't know what I did wrong. I I can relate to that one. (laughs) Like, well, like there's, we don't have midlife crises because everything is a crisis that we don't have a lot of control over. Oh, for sure. Which is also, I'm going to say this, is also why our generation has anxiety. Not to say that the other generations don't have anxiety. Anxiety levels, I think overall, I was, I heard a study about it. Anxiety levels now that are like normalized would have put you in a psychiatric ward in the 50s. Yes. Because oh they're God, insane. So, yes, I remember seeing that. Yes, yes, it was, it was I'll put that in the show notes to you guys. There was a, there was an actual study. It was a clinical study and it took the stress levels that were documented in like the forties and fifties of people that entered. Yes. They were the psychiatric, wards. Asylums, psychiatric wards. Um, those people. And like, I think it, it was like high school seniors, I think is who they it, tested. It was younger generation. It was high schoolers. Yeah. yeah. It was. And they took their stress levels and it was like, these people would have been committed. It blew, yeah, it blew their numbers out of the water. Yeah. It was yeah. just such a big difference. That's like, and that's crazy to me. But like, it's like we're managing for me, that stress. It makes sense. It makes sense though. Oh, it's yeah. like, well, let's look at all the documentation, shall we? Yeah. You know, well, this could easily but, like lead us into the next topic too. Like, yeah, we're, we're doing trauma, but like media, video killed the radio star. Our parents lived <laughs> off the. They lived off the radio, but yeah. then the video happened, and that really was like 
yes, it was it was even before we were born. We know that. But the actual development of technology so you can carry it in your hand happened while we were growing up. Oh, yeah. And that changed the world so much. Yes. It was so different from then on. For good. It just like rocketed forward. (laughs) Exactly. And so like, you know, all these traumatizing things that we've talked about. Yes, they're traumatizing. Imagine if you only had the radio. Imagine. It would have been wildly different. It, we, do you think it would have been better? I don't like, think do, it would have would been you, better. Would you have rather have heard about all of these things and just had to visualize it yourself? I don't because know I, that I, I cared to I, visualize it. And also we still had newspapers and cameras. It just wasn't like a TV, like a, a massive TV colorized. It, it just, I don't know. I know it would have been very different. And I do think that part of that difference is the media has... I wouldn't say free reign, but they've got a lot of uh, creative licensing to spin the story how they think is going to get them the views. So, Uh, (laughs) sorry, media, I'm not your biggest fan. I love the movies, though. Keep them up. Well, uh, reporting media. Yes. Reporting media. (laughs) You drive me insane. Half the time I can read right through your bullshit of where you're trying to make your sell point, and it drives me insane. I just wanted to know what was going on yesterday, and you have gone above and beyond what I needed to know. Like, I didn't need to know (laughs) Prince Harry's sock colors. I don't care. (laughs) Like, some people do, and that's fantastic. Put it in the tabloids. Put it somewhere else so they can go buy it. Don't put it up there on the TV. I'm trying trying to know all these normal things. I want to know how windy it's going to be. You're oversaturating what I'm trying to get at, and I'm... Yeah, I'm well, actually I mean, bothered. Don't even get me started yeah. on the oversaturation. I'm just bothered the, by you know how much you've given me, and I didn't ask for it. <laughs> You're wasting my well, time. It's, you know, it's. I mean, he, you know, it's almost like sometimes they did that on purpose. So, like certain things that should shouldn't fall through the cracks fall through the cracks. Again, but the problem is more topic. You've you've led me to a point where now I just kind of go and do my own research because at least then I can somewhat control what's about to be fed to me. Yeah. Not that you're giving me misinformation or horrible information. You're giving me too much and you're giving me what you want to give me. And that's not what I want to give. Like, well, every, I mean, let's be honest here. Every, every reporting media is going to swing things their own way. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And they have, they have their own demographic of, of listeners. They know what they need to put out there. Exactly. All of of that. I'm still on the hunt for a fantastic media source. Well, you know, maybe maybe you should have been a journalist, Ben. You should have been a journalist. Maybe you could have done yourself. I talk too much and I overshare. It wouldn't have worked out. They would have been like, see ya. They would have been like, is the story about you? Because you're making Um, it. We really just wanted you to tell everyone that it was going to be sunny and 68 degrees outside. They did not need to know that you cried last night. Okay. Like, that's too much. (laughs) Okay. So, bonding over media, not reporting media. I feel like media have a tendency to bond over reporting media. Yeah. But our generation bonds over media to what Ben said TV killed the radio star. So, our generation. Obviously, yes, there was TV for the you know the yes. older millennials in our timeline. We're we hounding into that. you can't Absolutely. see it, but I'm holding my phone. Like we're hounding yes, into we're talking how about this... digital media, you know, Netflix, DVDs, Blu-ray, all of those social things. media, so, social media, all of that craziness. So, I mean, it, 
it helps change our perspective on the world. Yes. Because now I can actually more relate to what's happening because I can see Mm -hmm. you in it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So Disney and Nickelodeon, at least Nickelodeon was amazing. Oh my God. So good. So good. Nick at night. Come on. Um, I didn't really know that because we only had local channels. So, Oh, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> Sad. Trauma. Sad. Just kidding. Trauma. <laughs> um, so, trauma. you know, like, like those, like those two things really, really raised us. And I, I just have to throw this caveat in here. So Ben, one of our good friends, I'm not going to drop their name because I didn't get their permission to drop their name. But as soon as I say this, you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about they haven't seen like any Disney movies. And every time I hear that, yes, every time, every time I hear that. But she, they, he, well, okay, we'll she, 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 they, um, they have Star Wars is now Disney. They haven't seen Star Wars. Yes, they have. Ben, they haven't seen VeggieTales. They haven't seen Star Wars. They haven't seen seen The Lion King, my guy. I get that. They've seen Star Wars, so. I'm sorry. No, like when we're talking about this person, I understand that they haven't. Oh, I was like, okay. I was about to be like. They 100% have seen Star Wars. I know because I've talked about it with them. Okay, maybe they have. Maybe they have. (laughs) I don't. I don't. But that doesn't excuse it. It doesn't excuse it. But okay, so. But it does. It just shows the difference. It. I like. I quote Disney movies all the time. And this person is one of my best friends in the world. And she'll it's look fine, at it's me. Fine. It's cool. It's fine. It's fine. It's, fine. it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> and she'll look at me and she'll go, what? And I'm like, if you had seen this movie as a kid, you would understand what's going on. But here's the problem. Some Disney movies hold up. Right? Like We've we been know reevaluating this. them. There were I've been reevaluating some Disney up. movies. Emperor's New Group holds up. Oh, pfft. yeah. Cheaper by the Cheaper by the Dozen one and two holds up. The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan holds up. Definitely thought that Lindsay Lohan had a twin as a kid. I digress. Um, so, <laughs> but like that is a bond. Yeah, and it's hard. Like you can't go back. Like I mean, yes, you could go back and watch those things now, Tom but Weller. it's not going to be. Oh yeah, it's it's not going to be as good. But like, so media, like, and I, uh, honestly, I think a huge, a huge factor for our, you and I, and I would say like 90 to 96 people that were born. Um, can we just talk about Vine for a second? Oh my gosh. Every day. You There's every nothing that happens that I don't day. have a quote that just runs through my head. Yeah. Like. Right now, we we literally said it in our brief earlier. Um, right now, um, there is a lot of construction <laughs> going on on the road <laughs> outside of like my main street that I get to my house. By. And I mean, every time I see that stupid sign, oh, that's the first thing. I mean, occasionally, if I'm in just that perky, great mood in the morning, I'm like, "Road work ahead." Well, I sure, I sure hope, hope it does. It does. <laughs> absolutely a gem perfect you know did memory lane every day and i'm just like this is amazing did i ever tell you 
about the time when, so some of my friends from Denton came, oh, dropped, dropped to town. Um, some of my friends from Denton came up and stayed with me, um, for a couple nights and we like went into the mountains and one of their husbands came and <laughs> I was driving my car and there was a road work ahead sign. And I just said, road work ahead. I sure hope it does. And he looked at me and busted out laughing. He was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. And I was like, <laughs> I wish that I, I, know. I was like, I was like, I was like, I can't take credit for it. It's a vine. And then he was like, what's vine. And I like turned around and Mind looked alone. at his wife, who was my I best know. friend. And I was like, you married this fool. Like he doesn't know what, vi- Oh my gosh. But no vine, especially like, I would say, especially for people like you and me, Ben, we have, I think we have really good senses of humor, but we get, it's, really it's a sense cool. of unity we get for us really because we're like, cool Oh my really goodness. Easy. This yes. is awesome. And it, it is, is such it is such a sense of unity like i mean like, what was the other know. one you can't sit with us actually megan i can't sit i can't anywhere. sit anywhere <laughs> i have him like, like, <laughs> like what <laughs> i mean like who comes like, up with this stuff like uh, they're so geniuses funny. geniuses so and like you know some of them have you know like gone off and done stuff i mean i I personally loved like Zane and Heath's stuff. I thought it was with the oh, promoted yes. dragon. Oh, yes. And like they uh, have another one we'll drop him. King Batch, I think that's his name. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. And Curtis Latour. So oh my gosh. So funny. Love you know, it. and like some of them would have gone on to do things like uh, uh so like Zane Heath and Matt King, all viners, they have a podcast now. It's called Unfiltered. Just name dropping that for you guys. It's absolutely hilarious. Um oh, yeah. but like that was such a bond. For us, when, like when it was a thing, and I remember, like I was not a viner. You were not a viner. We were just watching. The yeah, time. I didn't make them. I just enjoyed no. watching them. Just but enjoyed I felt it. Every like, night. Every I felt night like I, I would couldn't watch compete them. on that level. And it wasn't that I didn't really want to try to do that, but I just, no. I didn't care to make them. No. I was laughing so hard at watching no, them. That's all the enjoyment I needed. They were so, they were so good. And I remember when they were like vines, like vines dead. I was, I like, was so upset. I was too. I was like, there's no way. I was, there's no way. I, and I, and I, I didn't want to even like, uh, the I thought of to having to swap over favorite. to TikTok was so disgusting to me. Well, I was like, there's but no here's way. The thing. But I was years I, down the line and I still had that thought of like, Ugh, yeah, I yeah. don't want. Well, that. I mean, TikTok, like, TikTok was not a thing when Vine was dying. Not yet. Yeah, no. And it wasn't you know? even, so, I don't think it was named TikTok. Don't quote me for that. I think it yeah, was something else. And then it grew into TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And from but there, that was, it exploded. I mean, but there was, there, was a, there was a year's void. I think there was like that. five years gap. Yeah, there was a very, them. there was a very long void. Um, and everyone like, kept saying, so when's Vine 2 coming out? You know? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but like, we... Th- like that vines and memes were so how we communicated. And I know, like, I know there's going to be people there to be like, yeah, like this is just proving how old you are. I listen, I don't care. Um, yeah, neither do I. I think it's funny to me. I so, sometimes feel like an old person. Cause I can't tell if the gift that I have sent is supposed to be just a gift and you call it that, or if it's supposed to be the meme because it has words in it and it's funny. 
I don't know. You know, I don't care. But at you the know, same time, I exactly. I don't care if you laugh and it gets my point across. That's all that matters, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's do, all that matters. Do I, do I communicate mostly through gifts? I would say yes. Um, only because I, I, I have been told, this is a tiny bit of a tangent. I've been told that I'm not the best texter. Um, I don't agree with that. But when I was told I was not the best text, don't give me that look. You're giving me this look right now. You're like, mm-hmm, yeah, I agree. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like sometimes you'll like text us and it comes across that you have completely missed the point of the conversation. And I, like that's immediately after I just laid out exactly what's going on. And you're like, what? And I'm like, um, I'm not about to explain this again. <laughs> like, there's okay, no way. No, honestly... A, that's probably my ADHD because I probably was not paying attention. Just you read the text it. to get us a text. But that requires, like, I just, I I can't. Like, it's already, like, pat. I just, I can't. I but, scrolled up, <laughs> even though it's still on the screen. I don't I scrolled up, and I just, I, I my brain I, just, like, I went yeah. and scrolled it all the way up and pretended it wasn't there anymore. So then I had to type what? What? I put all the extra work in, so I didn't okay, have but to see, it again. But see, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Half the time, like, you'll, like, I feel like I say what when I don't know how to respond. And because I like, I would say like, what? Because I'm like, wait, what? Like, but it doesn't come across that way. So now I just resort to sending gifts. The the one I use a ton of the time is Ryan, uh, Ryan Gosling when he's like looking the person up and down. Cause I just did that in my head. (laughs) I was like, what is this situation? So this is how we communicate. And I like, I like the girl who's like, I think, what was it? She found out she's going to Disney World and she didn't know how to process it. So she's just like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like the, the most disgusted look like, I can't believe you told me that. It's just, oh it's just no fucking idea what's oh my going gosh. on. Yes. No, for sure. That's for one sure. of my favorite well, ones when I'm like. Th- um, that's, okay. that's a classic. You got to use that one all the time. Um, if, I mean, I can, like, if I can fit Star Wars into so it, I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah. Well, you always will. Um, but no, so like that is that is how like that is how we communicate. And I think that our generation has, and again, not to say that other generations didn't, I'm not saying that. I think that our generation has a higher tendency to latch on to musical artists, to latch on to like celebrities or characters or fanfic or all of these things. And I can't, I, I, I can't help but wonder if we do that because we like, we don't know how to write our own stories and our own lives. And we've gone through so many random things that shouldn't have happened that it brings us comfort in some way. And, and, and I mean, shit, let's like, let's get real here. Like you already have that unity of those other people that love Star Wars, for example, Ben, oh, yeah. you love Star Wars. So you already have that it's built an, in community. Yeah. It's an easy topic for me to launch into, to see if maybe you also appreciate it, which is why, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you didn't watch Star Wars. Mm. Well, for them, that's the only thing that they're great at communicating with. And so they don't want to right. communicate with you anymore. Right. But also so, the Star Wars community is kind of toxic. So just don't worry about it okay. if they do that to you. Okay. 
it's fine. Yeah. But I get um, it. You, you have this sense of, um, yes, community, but like understanding like I can, this is something I can start off our conversation, our friendship with. I know how yes. to talk. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise oh, I no. what, <laughs> One. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, how's you know, the weather? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's, it's like all of those communities are great because you, as you become an adult, it gets harder and harder to make friends. And so when you find a common ground and it, it and it's, it's, it's easy to find common ground in things like artists that you like, TV shows that you like. And, you know, if you're psycho like me, I analyze your answers of things like in correspondent to what we're talking about. So like, if we're talking about like the last of us and you like have some like ignorant answer because you're an idiot, I'm like, well, I'm not having your friend. <laughs> I guess I'm not your friend anymore because I still have not played the video game and I have not watched it. But that's okay. I'm not, as our good friend said the other day and as my mother said the other day, Ashton, we have a tendency to hide away from your hyperfixations because you get really upset. We're not going to dive into that right now, other than the fact that it's an easy place to find people that you already have a mutual agreement with, which is half the battle, right? So, like, you know, like, and, and to take this into the real world, so one of our friends who we are like, we're friends with, we're in a group chat with, like, None of us really have a ton in common with her. She kind of like keeps to herself, but like we really enjoy her company. So we have like, we want to like include her in the conversations, even if she's not really putting a whole lot of input in. We started reading the same books last year. And we are, I mean, you can attest, we are very different people. Than we were like, last year. No, I mean, me and this person were very oh. different people. I was like, yeah, your friendship has blossomed. (laughs) I have seen it. Uh, No, bitch. No, no. Yeah, y'all are completely opposite ends of the spectrum. You are, like, ready to go out and talk with people, and that is just not her. And we love her to death. There is nothing that's going to stop that. But like personalities are so different. Exactly. And us also reading these books together... Yeah. Which we've we've started our own little like side book club. Eh, mm-hmm. I think I should reach out. I haven't. I don't think we actually decided what the next book was. Thanks for the reminder. But um, ever since doing that, I know that it has sparked kind of. I don't want to say a regrowth, but it's like you know helped further that connection between us, where we're like, well, okay, but now I have more to talk with. I yes understand more about you as a person and my friend and when you tell me something i can relate with you a lot easier because i know what you mean 100 percent. yeah well it's just it's like it's it's a different level that you get to know somebody on and it's in a different way that you can like talk to them about it like uh, you know like i think a lot of people might like label me as like maybe like kind of like jockey douchebag kind of person and like she's not and it's like you would not put the two of us in the same room and think we would get along but we do because she's a wonderful person but also like 
getting to be obsessed about these books together is so much fun because I see this completely different side of her and we can sit there and we can like share theories and like go through all these things. I find so much joy in that unity because it's so different. Oh yeah. And like some people would look at that and be like, well, it's kind of like false, isn't it? Like it's only like, it's only like really based off of like these fantasy books that you're reading. And it's like, yes, like, but they still require critical thinking. And then we're relating on that same level with our own critical thinking. Like we've thought about it. We're like, Oh yeah. But like, what if this happens or what did you think of this part of it? It, I mean, I would take it it even above. Yeah. I would even take it above critical thinking. It's like, it's a bond through something that is written by somebody else that yes, the timeline in the story is already written out to an extent, but you in your head, because we all do this, Mm -hmm. we all like to take it farther. Like that is what fanfic is. Fanfic is taking things that have already been written and are taking it to different levels, right? And so like when you love Star Wars, like, you know, like I'm trying to get into Star Wars. So I started watching The Mandalorian in 2019 because I was like, I'm over freaking whelmed with all this. So I'm going to do something that's like not as overwhelming. But now I'm like, I, I love, I love this TV show. I love this series. So it's like, wow, there's some really good, like fanfic about this out here. And I'm never going to meet this person, but they have beautiful writing and it's very creative and it's very interesting. And they obviously spent a lot of time and love and like a lot of guts to put this out on the internet where people are either going to roast it or they're going to love it. And so, I mean, you know, that like, that is also such a way to create your community and your unity, because if you like something like that, you need to tell them, like, if you're reading someone's stuff and you like it or like, tell them you guys, it's scary, but I guarantee you, you leaving a comment. As long as it's a nice comment, yes, even if you're be being respectful and how you come didn't. after you, right? Like, but don't. if you're if you're also being respectful and how you maybe didn't appreciate this or that part of the story, or maybe you're like, hey, I got some pointers. This wasn't that constructive feedback, but like, I guarantee you, your comment, as long as it's respectful, is not anywhere near as scary as an interaction as them actually releasing their content for you. Oh, 100%. So. Well, and, you know, like, I I think that there is such, like, I mean, we said it a little bit earlier, making friends as an adult is difficult. Yeah. I've really, really tried to relay that to some of my younger friends who, like, are just graduating college or, like, my my baby cousin, she is a sophomore in high school right now. And it's like that fine line of like, I don't want to like destroy your soul about like how like life's going to get, but I also like want you to savor where you are, but also like have realistic expectations for the future. Yeah, I like, don't talk I just, with anyone from high school. <laughs> yeah. 
Like there's, you know, yeah, but there's a handful, but it's because we went sure. to the same college and somehow sure. wound up with some of the same group friends. Yes. But, yes. Mm. But it's like, it's so hard to make friends. And I think that our generation, we have clung so dearly to media being our unity. It also destroys us. Right. Because like, oh, yeah, separate people, us. it separates physically. us physically. It separates us in opinions. People are keyboard warriors and are really mean for no reason. And it's like, yo, there's a lot of mean things that I think, but I don't say them because it's not necessary and it's going to tear somebody down. And you What's know what? What's the newest meme? It's an intrusive thought. Yeah. Quit it. It's an intrusive thought. Don't be mean. That's not an don't intrusive thought. No, no, no. An like, intrusive thought is like me throwing oh, well. myself out of my goddamn window, which or, I want like, to do on occasion. Slapping the phone out of your friend's hand while you're walking by. Yes. But like, yes. but still, I feel like you could, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it an intrusive thought. I'm trying to like help you with the relation of something like, yeah, well, it's, yeah, you it's can label it similarly. And it's like, yeah, you don't have to say that. Right. Scream it out well, loud in your house if that's what you really need to just get off your chest. But you don't have to be an asshole to people. No, no. But I think that like, there's so... There's so many people that love the same things that you do. So don't be afraid to try to make those connections. Like there is nothing that brings me more joy, even as an extrovert that I am, there is nothing that brings me more joy than like when I post like content for this podcast or I like just decide to do like a stupid TikTok thing. And like someone comments on it and is like, yo, that's actually like really funny. There's nothing like I, that may be like my own like weird shit. Don't give me that look. You're giving me this look right now, but you're like, oh, I don't know about that. But like, it's, I'm contemplating. <laughs> like, there's like nothing. Like trying to figure out how I feel about that stuff. Yeah. Like, there's like, it. You feel a sense of pride in your. You, you feel like you feel a sense of pride for like what you're doing, but taking that like dissecting that even more of like, okay, you thought this was funny, we like the same things. I'm not saying I'm going to be your friend, but you have like a sense of like, oh, community. Because I just I don't know I I feel like so many times because we're all trying to figure shit out. Yeah. You're lost. Feel I'm very, lost. So yes. it doesn't Let's make be lost me as together. afraid of my lost. Yes. Yes. It's, it's a legit yeah. thing. It's not just me. Exactly. There's more like me out there. There's, there's more like me out there. There's more people that, you know, are reading this, you know, this fanfic, listening to this new, you know, this new album drop. And we may not have everything in common, but we have this in common. And because we have this in common, you know, maybe that can bridge a gap to a friendship or even just an acquaintanceship. I feel like a lot of times it's like you either know somebody or you don't. And it's like, like it's nice to have someone that you see at the gym all the time, but that doesn't, like, mean, hey, I man, go. <laughs> that doesn't mean I need to go and go to their house or go meet them for drinks somewhere. It could end up being that. And that'd be fantastic, but it's nice to just have that common ground where you can have the most minor of a discussion about your day or 
what y'all are doing. Like, how's how's your lift going? Yeah, bro. It's, sorry, it's like bro there. or like bro. you know, did you appreciate this chapter? Or yeah. hey, did you watch that TikTok that I sent you? Yeah. Or um, do you remember? We're not going to go there. I was about to go really dark history, but like oh, you know, <laughs> media dark history. Not right, right. Not, not super bad. I mean, it's yeah. There's there's a lot of things that divide us, but there are a lot of things that unify us. And we just really thought that these those three things were the biggest things that we felt like divided or I'm sorry, that unified millennials. And, you know, like we mentioned in the beginning, if you don't have a community, you don't have the base of your pyramid of your life. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you need to have like 50 friends and you need to all be extroverts. No. I am not Core saying group that. Is- a core group is fine, but also we have to be understanding that, Hey, a lot of people don't have that. No. And you know what? That's okay. Right. Because we just went through some three ways that can unify you with somebody else. And I will tell you as someone who also has a very lost sense of direction right now, the biggest one that I'm clinging to is media. How can I get ha- people? Through the media. How, yes. It's how can I connect way, people? How can I connect people through media? How can I connect people through my hyperfixation right now? Because guess what? Looks like you also are having the same hyperfixation. So we're going to talk about it because I need this sense of community because no one else is getting it. That's me right now. Yeah. Um, that's me a lot with my hyperfixations. Of I, it's like you don't get it. Like I try to talk to it with somebody. I'm like, but you don't get it. Like you just, you like, you're not on the same wavelength as me, but having that sense of community, you guys, and trying to have that sense of community will get you very far. I do believe that we're human beings. We're supposed to have a sense of community. And when you don't have that, it's really hard to care about trying. Because what's the point? You know, you wake up alone, you don't talk to anybody all day, you come home alone. And when I am saying this, and when Ben is saying all this, it's not to bash anybody that's going through We're here to say we understand, we relate even. I, what she just said, go home sad by yourself. That's me. I'm not, yep. I'm not in the perfect place to really bond with people or like have that social life that I would really enjoy. Um, like I, I do have friends here, but they are currently in that time of their life. Like we kind of touched on earlier, they have kids and <laughs> their kids are their commitment. They come first. Ben wanting to hang out and, you know, play a scary game or let's go and have a few drinks somewhere and get dinner. Like, that is not as important as taking care of their child and making sure their child is, you know, getting what they need. Sure. So, I mean, let's not say I am completely disregarded, but we don't hang out as much as I would thoroughly enjoy. Right. So right. we can relate but, to that. So, yeah. And because of that, you have had to 
change the way that you have a sense of community. Yeah. You've had to try. Mine has become a lot more virtual. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Really tying it into like the whole media thing. Like, you know, yeah. Not everybody can be in a, a place where it's like, it's easy for them to go out and do stuff. Right. right. Or it's potentially just not even feasible from a expense side of it. Sure. Like, I mean, yeah. for me, I have a community in the online gaming community. Mm-hmm. I have friends there. I don't talk with them every day. But if one of us logs in or the other one does, it's easy to just reach out and say, hey, are you available? Do you want to hang out? Yeah. No problem. I've communicated with my older brother who is, uh, well, has been three states away. And it, we would play video games because it was the simplest way for us to communicate, but still actually enjoy something together. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And media, like, that's like, that's the beautiful part about media. And we're going to focus on the beautiful part about it. Um, you know, so with, with kind of wrapping all of this up here today, when you have community, you feel like you can go out and do stuff. You feel like your, your day matters. And when you feel like your day matters and that you matter and you're going to go out and you're going to try to improve yourself today. You're going to try something new. And, you know, like, again, we all know that that means different things for everybody going out and trying something new and trying to better yourself. That means different things at different calibers for different level of people. So if you feel like you're struggling with a sense of community or you feel like you want to improve your sense of community, like try reaching out to the 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 online video game system that you're with try leaving hey i really loved your fanfic story on someone's tumblr page try you know like leave a funny comment like complimenting someone's tiktok like whatever it is those are it's positive things right you're putting positive stuff in the world but you're also trying to build a sense of community and find and get along with other people that also are doing in like involved it will, in the same content. Yes. You, you'll greatly increase the chance that you'll find the community that you've wanted. You'll yes. cultivate it. Yeah, you'll cultivate it. And you know, like you gotta try. You you can't expect that people are gonna come to you with, you know, you reap what you sow. You don't put it out there, it's nothing's gonna happen. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's always uncomfortable to put yourself out there, but I promise you, like leaving a nice comment on somebody's TikTok <laughs> on a fanfic we, we is great. You, you're not alone in feeling that uh, dread of oh, I have to go start the conversation. Like yes. I don't want to, but oh, who else is going to do it? And then now I'm about to be designated as the loud one in the group. But whatever, here we are. Yeah, you know. But all of that to say, guys. Also, at the end of the day, you know. Ben and I hope that we can be a community for you as well. You know? Oh, yes. Like, we you not only... You can listen to us just, you know, blabber mouths and sometimes talk about sensical things or nonsensical things. But Absolutely. we're here to... We want to shed light on that normal side of culture. 
and what's actually going on, not this <laughs> expensive washed look of, oh, well, exactly. I had to go try this. Right. Right. Did you see I'm me sure... wearing Gucci slippers at Lowe's? No, you did not. <laughs> because I knew that if a board it's a fell on my foot. Bell, Dad. Yeah, it's, this is a Gucci, Gucci household. <laughs> but, you know, just... We yes, can't we, we can't tell you what we're trying to say perfectly because we're a little lost too. But it's yes, we're here yes, for you. Reach out. Yes, let us know. Yes, absolutely. But y'all, you're like if you have already figured this out, Ben and I are just as lost as you are. But we're trying. Oh yeah, we're trying to figure it out. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. Best. We're trying our best. We and want to be relatable for you so that you enjoy listening and and we want and to that you can contribute. To the conversation yeah. as well. Yeah. You because we would love to know different points of view. Absolutely. Absolutely. We want to know your different points of view. We want to hear from you. So, you know, our goal when we set out to do all this is not only like just get to do something that we love, which is talk to each other every week, but we wanted to build a sense of community with other people that are trying in life and that feel the same way or in parts the same way because you don't have to agree on everything. Oh, yeah, no of each other. We want to be a sense of community. We want to form a sense of community for other people that feel the same way. So with that being said, follow all of us on our social medias, uh, follow us on Instagram at caught trying podcast. Um, every week we're going to be posting some snippets of the new episodes. Um, as we get more of this kind of under control, Ben and I are going to probably have some like unhinged quote unquote episodes. Maybe we'll be like, drunk or high or whatever that could be really fun um you know we'll we'll see ben's like i don't know about that but i'm like no i'm gonna the get you some iced teas the second some, one well we'll see you come up to denver where it's legal and it'll mm. be fine um so you're my job and then point, you know and then you know we'll, we'll be posting some some fun stuff on there but also it's a community so let us know your thoughts let us know if you agree with us let us know if you disagree with us let us know what topics you want us to cover. Um, throw some unhinged stuff in there too. I'm sure Ben and I can get into a really good debate if y'all want us to. So let us know your thoughts. Um, we we, we want to be a sense of community. So like I said, follow us on Instagram at caught trying podcast, or you can email us your thoughts and we will read them out loud and kind of talk, talk about yes. it as well at uh, AKP at caught trying podcast at gmail.com. So Awesome. Hope y'all learned a lot today, guys. Go out, start building your community. If you have a community, keep building it up. And remember all of the things that unify us because they're pretty important. So that's all the time we have today. Peace Bye. out. Bye. Bye.